So hello everybody, this is Tina Catola and Sarah Coates, and we're working on the Heartbreaker series. And today what we are talking about is Sun and Virgo. So if you have not listened to or watched the episode, The Three Stages of Virgo, I recommend that you do that because it will give you a deeper understanding of what are these three stages, these completely different personality types, and this, this whole evolution over many lifetimes that Virgo people go through and that gives you a bit more understanding of, of what we are going to be talking about. Now, Virgo, when, when people are heartbreakers, and obviously there are Virgos, actually a lot of Virgos also get their hearts broken. That's the other thing about this sign. It's a common sign to both break hearts and get their heart broken, and they never mean it. <laughs> well, almost never. You know, generally, they're not inclined to intentionally do this to people, most Virgos, rare exceptions. But um, it, it really comes from the real traumas that Virgo people have at the end of first stage. So first stage Virgos are not usually people who will break hearts unless they're, you know, there's some famous first stage Virgo that you have an unrequited love for. I'm sure there's a few people out there that have, have unrequited love for Beyonce Knowles or, you know, some other very attractive first stage Virgo people <laughs> and they just can't get to them but that's not really that person doing anything to break their hearts. However, when a person is finished with first stage Virgo, they, they have come out of a long period of time of having their talents supported, being in protected environments, having a lot of things just go their way very beautifully. And they do have people who have been unable to reach them or who have started to resent them, more primitive souls who, will, who will, can't reach them even though they envy them and dislike them when they're truly in first stage. But as soon as they move into second stage and they no longer have their support system, the person in second stage Virgo is either changes stages in the context of one lifetime and they lose all support, everything falls apart, or they finish a lifetime in first stage Virgo and then come into a lifetime, which is a very difficult childhood, a lot of abandonment, they're left on their own. There's a huge experience of having lost everything that the Virgo people go through at the beginning of second stage. And they also have, because their soul is designed to learn how to heal and, and, and really have help to transform other people, the soul always is very altruistic. So in order to learn to be a healer, you have to experiment first before you get to be a good healer. And a soul will never experiment on another soul. The soul will only experiment on itself. So the only way to learn how to be the healer is to have experience and draw to you tremendous traumatic experiences and abandonments and losses in order to learn how to heal yourself. You make yourself your own guinea pig. Now, this is what the soul is doing, but until a person is consciously in second, third stage or in third stage where they realize what has happened, they don't know that this is what's going on. All the poor little personality knows in second stage is, is they're cold and lonely and attacked and everything's scary and they've got to do something about it. Does this mean that they're attracting relationships with people that aren't reciprocating their love? It's, yes, it can mean that. And this is where Virgos can get their heart broken as well as being heartbreakers. Mm. Because what happens in, in, second, in, in first stage Virgo, it's like a person is, is a little kid learning how to ride a bicycle with training wheels. And as soon as you go into second stage, the training wheels come off. And the first thing that happens is you fall off your bicycle <laughs> and everybody's gone. You know, everybody went inside and had dinner and 
your parents aren't home for some reason, you've got nobody, you've got nothing. So the, the first experience is, I want somebody, I want somebody to love me, I want somebody to make me feel safe, I want somebody to look after me. And yet it's not time for that anymore. So whenever second stage Virgo people look for someone to depend upon and to rely upon, that person is either going to run away because they, they experience how needy this second stage Virgo is and they don't know what happened to them. They just feel, oh, this is way too much for me. Or they're going to be people who want to take advantage of them for some reason. Hmm. And Virgos learn this. I mean, they, they learn that they have trouble trusting after a while because whenever they try in second stage to find somebody who will protect them or look after them or be loving towards them, it's someone who uses them or abandons them or dominates them and because they're learning about archetypes of health and healing and, and trauma and abuse and abandonment. They go to extremes in the experiences they have and they really can go through experiences of extreme kinds of codependent relationships in second stage. So a codependent relationship really means in order to get my needs met, I give up a part of myself. I give up something that something else that I need in order to get you to give me what I need. And sometimes a codependent relationship also means that you're trying to get someone to give you what you need when you yourself should be giving you, yourself that. You shouldn't be relying on the other person for that. Are these loving relationships or are they more like... No, not. Because most, most of the time they're relationships that are based on fear. There's a lot of fear on both sides and there's a lot of desire. But a truly loving relationship means that you, you care about this person's welfare and you will, you will, um, you will suspend your own well-being at times out of, out of unconditional caring for the other person. That's truly loving. Because love is an interesting thing in, in society in general, but especially in the, hum, in the English language, because it, they use the word love to mean so many different things. I love you romantically sometimes means I desperately need you. It sometimes means I desire you. I want to get in the sack with you. <laughs> it, it, other times it means you're an amazing soul. And other times it means I want to look after you. I want to nurture you. And when it's, when it's a parent-child relationship or even a, a healthy mentor-student relationship, that desire to love and look after somebody is a healthy thing. Now, in any healthy intimate relationship there's always an element of that that both people feel for each other mm -hmm. but for the most part uh, in romantic relationships a healthy love is about you're an amazing incredible person i i enjoy spending time with you i feel better about myself when i'm around you but i don't need you i delight in you and i will give to you in any way that i can just out of sheer joy and if there's if there's a need for it, a genuine need or a crisis, of course, I'm going to put aside my own feelings and my own personal reactions and be there for you. That's healthy romantic relationships. That's true love. Mm -hmm. But a codependent relationship is, is really based on I need and I have a lot of fear and I have to get what I need from you. And if need be, I will manipulate you and bully you because I'm so scared in order to get what I want. So second stage Virgos can get into these relationships where Someone else is demanding something from them with, with a, at a price. And so as, as to get into the, the heartbreaker aspect of Virgos, after a while, Virgo people have learned that that's what happens in relationships. So they get really kind of gun shy. And they're very sensitive to somebody else's neediness 
and but at the same time they have their own neediness so you get this very sometimes get this very contradictory type of person who one day is is so demanding you didn't call me yesterday and i'm jealous because you looked at somebody else the wrong way and and i and i think you're going to cheat on me and you're going to run off on me and then the next day they're not answering the phone themselves because <laughs> because there's another side to what happens for virgo and that is that true intimacy requires us to be intimate with ourselves as well as with the other person so that as soon as we talk to somebody and open up and share and start relaxing spontaneous things surface you know when we're just when we just meet somebody that we're really attracted to and we start to feel a passion and a trust and a friendship you should have both for a healthy relationship it's natural to start just talking about your lives and talking about your childhood and you're going to talk about things that have been hurtful or traumatic in your life and even if you won't talk about it right away as you relax around somebody that's loving and there's a real emotional and physical intimacy you start feeling all kinds of buried emotions now second stage virgo people have been heavily traumatized there there's unfortunately early second stage virgo people are very prone to sexual abuse is one example but there are other forms of abuse and when they get so traumatized they they reach a point where the, there's an emotional overload and in fact one definition of trauma is when something happens that is so intense you don't let yourself feel all of the experience if a person allows themselves to feel absolutely everything they're feeling right at that moment in time their emotion passes through them and they don't become traumatized we only become traumatized when it, when they're almost like a piece of the pain gets stuck in us mm. but it's ugly and painful and so second stage virgos suppress it i don't want to feel that I can't handle it. It's too overwhelming. I don't want to I don't want to revisit that original scene of having lost everything and having been so destroyed. So they're they're walking around and they, and they they develop a lot of skill at suppressing all of these things so they don't feel them anymore most of the time. Sometimes they have weird neurotic reactions that are based on that. But as far as a second stage Virgo person is concerned, it's like, "Nope. I'm good. I'm cool. I'm great." Um, and, and they can sometimes think, oh, I'm better than other people because I've got it together so well. A, a classic type of second stage Virgo. And, and they, internally, they, internally, they don't even, they don't have the sense of self-awareness at that time because they, pu they pushed it down so much or? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And so there is a huge fear of intimacy that second stage virgo people have and by fear of intimacy i'm primarily talking about emotional intimacy but physical intimacy whether it's affection or sexuality it opens up that emotional piece and it, and it, it's a doorway to emotional intimacy but of course you know people can have a fear of intimacy but almost everybody also has a desire for intimacy so there is an ambivalence that happens and so the virgo the way virgos break hearts if they're in this second stage pattern is that they want the intimacy and they want the attention and they want a relationship but then when the, the intimacy gets to a certain level they freak out mm. and they run off and and you know, I, I've, I've actually counseled a lot of people who are in a relationship with Virgos and they have this wonderful, lovely experience with them. And then the person disappears for several weeks, won't answer the phone, won't respond to them. And, and of course, the poor Virgo is off all by themselves, torturing themselves because they don't really understand what's going on either. Because as soon as there is a degree of intimacy that occurs, 
it starts to cause all the buried emotional pain to surface. And all the person experiences is, I feel awful. I, it's, like feeling, it's like feeling horribly emotionally nauseous almost. And there's a weird fear that's happening. All they know is, I just got to get away from this feeling. They're not actually running away from their partner. They're running away from the feeling that got triggered as a result of closeness with somebody. And the feeling is the feeling that also got triggered ultimately by becoming intimate with oneself through the avenue of that personal encounter, deeper emotional relationship. So when they truly care, that's, you know, opening up kind of the door to feel all those feelings and work through that though, too, in some ways. Absolutely right. And yet the person needs to know what's going on because as I said, when it's first coming up, they don't even know what it is. You know, it's like, ooh, I suddenly broke out in a rash. <laughs> you know, I got to get away from whatever made me break out in a rash. That's all they realize. They don't know what's actually going on. But what they will do, and if, you know, if people are lucky enough, they'll be involved with this Virgo that runs off who's close enough to the transition that when they do run off, they start to analyze themselves and let themselves feel what they're feeling. And if they, if they learn that they can feel those feelings and then they eventually settle down, they come back to their partner and eventually they, they can start to learn the basic principles they need to learn in order to feel safe around that person while this emotional stuff is coming up. Because it's not only does it feel awful, but you, the person feels ugly about themselves. Because when there's trauma, one of the worst emotions is shame. And when there's trauma, there's also an element of shame. And, they, and because it's coming out of the blue, and they don't know why they're feeling this way, they don't know, really understand exactly what's triggering them, they start to feel like they're an idiot, and they're stupid, and ugly, and undesirable, and why would anybody want to be with somebody like this, that's going through these feelings, and that can't cope with their emotions, I, I, I'm, I'm, there's, there's no way I'm going to be wanted. And because they've been so abandoned and they have this enormous fear of abandonment, they're so terrified that they're going to be abandoned because of these ugly emotions that are surfacing. But again, they're, they're, they're just going to run. Mm -hmm. And yes, eventually as they learn to be intimate with themselves and in, you know, in second, third stage Virgo, the key is to be unconditionally loving with oneself. And so once we start to be unconditionally loving, and allow ourselves to feel everything that we're feeling while we're going through second, third stage. And we start to gain more self-esteem and more courage to have these experiences. Because as soon as, as, soon as you, you, you lovingly experience and work through these traumatic emotions, you feel better permanently. And there's a, there's a definite, every time there's a person goes through a bout of one of these emotional eruptions that poor Virgos are prone to and, and work with it constructively, they, they gain so much from it. And then they can get the courage to be able to be with a partner when it's going on. And of course, that partner obviously has to be somebody that's reasonably conscious as well, because if they're not, you know, they'll, they, they, that won't work. <laughs> now, the other thing that's tricky is that, so Virgo's afraid of abandonment. And when there's this ugly emotion coming up, they make it, they make, they think it makes them ugly. And of course, then they're going to be abandoned, but also they, they left for a stage part of them wanted to become really independent and part of them felt like since I'm alone and life is so hostile, I must be strong and independent. It can be very hard for them to trust somebody else and to open up and allow someone else to assist them. And it's ironic because there are times when they're just demanding 
this really dependent situation and I want you to look after me, but they always know in the back of their head when they're doing that, that that's a weak response. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to feel good about themselves, they have to feel strong and they have to be able to do this all by themselves. So, you know, here again, there's a huge amount of motive and ammunition for distancing and going off and sorting this out all by themselves and not, not really completely understanding it and not being able to communicate that to a partner. So in terms of the heartbreakers, there's been a lot of them where I've talked about, you know, this is going to be really difficult. This is a very difficult situation. Here's a few pointers that might help, but you might want to consider not being involved with this person. (laughs) When it comes to Virgos, there's a lot of Virgos that are actually very redeemable. But we need to be aware, how conscious is this person trying to be in their lives? And that's always the question with everybody in every relationship, no matter what the sign is, if there's difficulties. How much is this person open to learning, trying to figure themselves out, asking questions with, 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 with humility in terms of being, being able to receive whatever truth might emerge from the situation. So if you see elements of that in your Virgo, don't give up on them. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the message that I, will, that I would give. So is it the trauma that moves them to the second, third stage? Like what's the difference between someone who's in second and how would they be in a relationship? in their second third are they still they're still doing the same things though right they're just more aware yes basically in second third stage of course it's a process so right at the end of second third stage they have almost no second stage traits left at the very beginning of second third stage they have they have all the second stage traits left but the difference is they are saying i need i must find the truth out i must know how to heal myself how to find the answers to these questions, how to fix all of this. And, I, and I, I've got to do it no matter what. Mm. That's, that's, as soon as a person says that to themselves in any sign, that's when they enter into second, third stage. So are they going to be more apt to be on their own then instead of being in these codependent relationships? Yes, but a lot of times someone's in the thick of a painful codependent relationship when they wake up and, and enter into second, third stage. <laughs> And then they have to work that through because, you know, then you, you can also find the Virgo who's in second, third stage who just woke up and their partner's still in second stage or whatever sign they are. So that's a whole different scenario because that Virgo is going to be watching. They might be watching Virgo because their partner is another Virgo (laughs) and they're more awake than that Virgo, but they're more likely to be watching another sign or listening to another sign because we're also on the podcasts. Um, because that's the sign of the person that, that they're involved with who is still in second stage. Mm-hmm. And no matter what sign we are, we can't wake someone else up out of second stage. People come out of it when they're ready, and they will not come out a second sooner. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, too, um, like with the relationships is, like, you can't force anyone to learn the lessons like, no. for them, right? So yes, right. they have to do it themselves. So, you know, like that's why we get like into this kind of like fixer mode, right? Where you have these relationships where you're just trying to, like you're forgoing your own needs in order to try and help this person move along, but they really just need to figure it out themselves. Yes. Yes. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. So, so if you're in a relationship with a Virgo who has, who has disappeared on you and then comes back on a regular basis, that's the kinds of questions to ask yourself are, is, is this person really truly searching for answers? 
because if they are, and then you start to understand a little more of what's going on, then it, it, it's easier to handle a situation. If you know, first of all, when they come back and they tell you how much they love you and you're thinking, yeah, right. <laughs> sure. You love me. You've been gone for three weeks. <laughs> how, why was that love? If you understand, okay, now I can get a sense of why this person may have gone away for three weeks and it isn't really about me. That doesn't mean that you should sign up for endless maltreatment and for ironically endlessly being abandoned, which of course is one of Virgo's greatest fears is for them to be abandoned. But it does mean that, you know, you, you don't need to take this so personally and you can do positive things in your own life and you can be quietly encouraging of whatever this, whatever your Virgo person needs to discover and explore. Cause they'll come back a lot of them. If they're, if they're being honest with themselves and they're being honest with you, they'll say, I don't know what happened. I don't know why I had to do this. I couldn't help it. And then again, the person goes, yeah, right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but it's, it's actually true. If you have a Virgo who's done this to you and who says that to you, they are telling you the absolute ironclad truth. And then it's, it's to believe them and they're going to feel so much better because they're going to say, oh my God, you know, you, you trusted what I said. I, tr I, I poured my heart out to you and you heard me. And then you can sit down and quietly say, well, well, you know, if, when you're ready, if you want to, let's explore what was going on. What, what, what happened? I'm, I'm not going to judge this. And I know you don't know what happened. Maybe we can figure it out. And then then you can be a facilitator for them to start exploring this. And again, they might get triggered again, they might have to run off again, but they'll come back sooner and they will start to begin to uncover it and unravel it and explore it themselves more and more. Mm -hmm. Now, if they come back and, they, and they're very, um, what's the word for it, defensive, they come back and they're blustery because there, there's a certain type of Virgo who at the end of first stage feels like the big star and they still want to be the big star. There's some types of Virgos that are like that and they, they want to come across as I'm, I'm the most gorgeous woman alive. I'm the most powerful man there is. Um, and that's the, that's that front they need to put up and they don't, they're going to maybe even say some stupid thing to blame you about why they took off. And they may say different things all the time and it's not making any sense. They're contradicting themselves. So, you know, they're, they're covering it up. And again, there may be a way to kind of patiently just accept what they have to say so that they finally sheepishly start to tell you a little more of what they really felt and then that's good. But if they're never, ever, ever going to face the truth and they start playing all kinds of games and all kinds of manipulative control games, chances are they're not ready to go into the transition. They're not ready to look at all of this. There's another smaller type of second stage Virgo that because of their fear of intimacy, combined with their desire for intimacy, they tend to be, they tend to get involved in a lot of relationships and not tell the other people that they're involved with, that they're involved with a lot of other relationships. So you have that, you have that sort of, you know, it's totally different if somebody's in a, has, has a healthy polyamorous attitude and they say openly, I, I'm, I, I date other people. I have more, I have relationships with more than one person. This is who I am. This is the kind of person I want to be with. That's a totally different situation. But if it's, Pretending that you're the only person they're involved with and they're actually messing around a lot with other people. It's not, it's not most Virgos, but there's a definite type that is like that. And they also often tend to have this, this blustery quality to them and, and have a pretty attractive front. Mm -hmm. And if you catch them in it and they, and they 
try to give you some kind of snow job. Once again, you're dealing with a really deep second stage Virgo and you're better off stepping away. So in third stage, are they, the, like what, what gets them to third stage? Well, what gets them to third stage is going through that experience of feeling their buried pain and their buried emotions and their buried trauma and loving and nurturing themselves while they're feeling that, allowing other people to be healthy, nurturing witnesses to share that experience with them. And what's interesting is that a third stage Virgo, you might find the odd person kind of getting their heart broken by a third stage Virgo, because the thing about a third stage Virgo person is that they are fearlessly capable of intimacy. And they share at deep and profound levels, but they really don't really have much interest in people who are very emotionally needy because their past experience was of being very emotionally needy themselves. They did have to come to terms with and accept that in themselves, but they're done with that now. They're over it. So if you have a, a, a you know, and, and a third stage Virgo, because they're so trusting in their whole natural being, they can be sexually incredible people because they're just totally there. Mm -hmm. And th th if you're not really a match because you're still really going through so much. You're in early second, third stage, or maybe you're in second stage and a really old soul <laughs> and, and you're listening to this or watching this and you, you just, you just need to accept how you feel, but understand that that's not going to work for that person, that you're not, you're not a match anymore because third stage Virgo people, they can have very deep and profound relationships, but they don't, they can't handle somebody who says, I need you to be here in this way right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, that's not, that's because it's the memory of these extreme, very imbalanced kinds of codependent relationships. They, they just won't go there anymore. It's not their nature. Mm -hmm. So after I'm going through it, going through second, third stage, and for all signs, it's one to four decades that people go through these stages. And it's, it's so it's a long process of doing lots of different kinds of, 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 of levels of emotional healing. And, each time these buried layers come up and they come up kind of spontaneously, the whole theme is be there with yourself, be there for yourself and let yourself feel what you feel. Don't deny yourself because you know, it, every, what happens with a lot of Virgos is if part of them gets attacked at the end of, of first stage, early second stage, it gets so, it, there's so much pain attached to that part of their nature that they just suppress it. Mm -hmm. And so they, they're, they're reclaiming all kinds of parts of themselves. I mean, some Virgos are, are pretty highly sexual throughout all of second stage and others are very repressed because there's, they've been attacked and traumatized in that part of their being. And you can, you can be sexually repressed and still be very sexually active, but you're not allowing yourself to feel the deeper experiences that are the truly intimate experiences or the truly heart-based experiences, because that opens up all of the levels of ourselves. That's the part that gets suppressed. And so to step-by-step step uncover all the sorrow and pain and anguish and, and, and anger that comes from those bad experiences and let yourself feel it, move through and release it, you get those pieces of yourself back. That's how, that's how Virgos get into third stage. And then they are very unconditionally accepting and unconditionally loving of other people and of themselves. And they can be there with people who can let and, and support them while they go through whatever they need to go through to heal themselves on any level. That's where there's just the amazing healer.
because they, 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 they learned through, they learned from a master, which was their own soul that put them through hell to get them to where they are today. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know if there's anything else no, I need to say about that. I mean, one thing about second stage Virgos that can also sort of drive people crazy is that if they don't want to see something, they will not see it. They cannot see it. <laughs> you know, one of, one of my symbols for Virgo or for second stage Virgo is I just take my hands and I cover my face. So you're blocking everything out. You're refusing to see. <laughs> that's, second, that's, that's really deep in second stage Virgo. So if you're going to try to talk to a second stage Virgo about something they don't want to know about, they will, not, they will never go there. So this is another sign if they will never go there that, you know, you might want to think about where, what you're doing in this situation. Now, if they have moments of that, when there's other times when they're conscious and they're working on stuff, understand that that's, that's a second stage piece that hasn't been transformed yet. So that doesn't mean dump through Virgo. That means, it doesn't mean stay with them either, because if this is not working correctly for you, then that's your choice. But yeah, it doesn't mean to dump them if they have these moments when they're, when they're stubbornly blind and deaf. <laughs> it's just, it, but to understand it, to have the compassion for why that's the case for them. Mm. So, Sarah, do you think we're maybe done with Virgo? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, that paints a, a good picture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I hope this is helpful to somebody.